0: Welcome back to Dig This, NUCA's official podcast and our latest episode. At NUCA, we never tire of promoting safety in our members' workplaces and on their job sites. I've always been interested in the men and women whose daily responsibility is to take that important message of safety and translate it into real-world action and results. Joining us today on Dig This is Walter Kozmenko, Field Health and Safety Supervisor for NUCA Member Montana Construction in Lodi, New Jersey. Walt has over 35 years of construction industry experience, with 15 years of that experience exclusively in safety. He's been with Montana Construction for two years, keeping their employees informed about safe work practices and visiting the company's work sites every day to make sure their operations performed without incident. Montana Construction was founded in 1993. It's a family-owned and operated business by three siblings. Lisa Ballerini is president, Vincent Santayn is vice president, and Dominic Santay Jr. as director of operations. Each of them depends on Walt's critical observations to keep the company's 120 skilled employees safe in their excavations and above ground, too. Welcome, Walt, to Nuka's first podcast of the year, and thanks for joining us today. Hi,
1: Bob. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me as a guest. I
0: appreciate it. Let's jump right into the questions. Tell us about your job as Montana Construction's field health and safety supervisor.
1: Well, every day our company has up to 20 crews working. We do so many different types of underground utility projects. We construct and we repair all kinds and types of uh, water, sewer, storm, electric, gas pipelines that we encounter. I visit a lot of crews, multiple crews, up to three to five usually, sometimes more, sometimes less if I have an issue or a problem, a really hazardous job. I drive from my house in the morning and I visit multiple sites throughout the state. I help out the guys I perform safety audits. I support their PPE, respiratory, and hand safety needs. I also maintain and calibrate gas detectors that we use to protect our workers entering confined spaces. And uh, Our schedule, it comes out the evening before, so I prioritize the day before my visits based on the most hazardous work, and I plan my driving routes strategically so I'm efficient and I can cover as many parts of the state as as possible.
0: You said you just came from a job site. Can you talk about that?
1: Yes, we were uh, in a city called Irvington, which is an inner city. They have existing lead pipes that we're replacing with the New Jersey American Water. And they're doing what's called test pits today. Uh, we have multiple sites where the guys are either replacing the lead services that are entering people's houses, or we first locate the service. We identify the materials. There's an engineering inspector there. And then it goes back to the utility company and they decide um, what to replace, repair. And it's it's really awesome. We we help these people out. I mean, you know, lead is, is horrible to drink water from. And we take pride that we're helping them. And uh, we're putting in nice copper lines and new water mains. And you should see the old infrastructure. It's really bad. And uh, to provide fresh, clean water to these folks, it's like amazing.
0: That's one of the nice things about our industry is uh, we're providing an absolutely invaluable public service, uh, and it really takes sort of a you know the, the right kind of person who wants to who's dedicated towards really giving back to the community. What got you started in the industry?
1: So I started off as a draftsman way back when I was doing architectural drafting um, in a vocational school, and I wanted to be an architect. So back in those days, there was a recession; there weren't too many jobs. They weren't offering new jobs to uh, to young guys first graduating high school i went to community college at night and i started working for an electronics company basically um through that i've been able to work in voice video data networks for universities i learned cad eventually when you draw something and it gets built out in the field i'm able to go out in the field and i was able to really see some really cool monster projects in the tri-state area Um, I've been very fortunate. I've worked with all the union trades, dock builders, carpenters, laborers, operators, teamsters, uh, welders, electricians, HVAC guys. And for instance, uh, I was in the waste incineration, air pollution um, industry for about six years. And I used to go to power plants and we would upgrade their equipment. Uh, Eventually, I moved on. I was able to get a job as a construction inspector for a municipal engineering firm. They were the engineers in over 53 towns in New Jersey. And with multiple years with them, I was able to work in 24 towns. We used to do um, municipal, NJDOT, and capital development projects. Really cool stuff. You'd take the drawings, you'd go out into the field, and you'd work with the contractors rebuilding their Um, downtown areas, streetscapes, um, providing new sidewalks and driveways to older towns where the sidewalks and driveways have buckled. Um, Brand new developments was going on a lot back in the uh, early 2000s. So there was a lot of development going on in New Jersey. When I was in my mid-40s, I was hired by a heavy construction contractor as a QC manager for a U.S. Army Corps of Engineers HAZMAT project on the polluted Passaic River in New Jersey. We were building a concrete cap on top of uh, sheeting which was held um, inland by tieback anchors. So they asked if I would also take on the responsibility of being the safety officer on the Army Corps project. So I was doing QC and safety. They trained me uh, in Whopper 40. I got my OSHA 30. I learned first aid CPR through the Red Cross. And ever since the last 15 years, I have been taking as many safety trainings and I have very wide variety of uh, certifications. I eventually went to work on a uh, $100 million Garden State Parkway project where we improved 12 miles of highways. We demolished and replaced three bridges and we widened seven existing bridges. That was a three year and a half year job for me. I was the only safety officer uh, on that project. I had a safety director that I reported to, and I had over 500 guys that I worked with day and night. We did some really huge excavations and demolition, and it was very impressive to see all that when it was done. Most recent, I had a opportunity to help a contractor. They hired me to be the QC and site safety, and then it branched into being all safety. We got hit here at the Jersey Shore by Hurricane Sandy. And there was a $23 million pump station that we built to save uh, 700 homes from future flooding. It involved building tide gates, a control and generator building, and we built flood walls and levees, and uh, that shored up the shoreline. And this was all done for the Army Corps of Engineers and also the NJDEP Coastal Flooding Department. And then that's where I came to Montana. I am the field health and safety supervisor we have a safety manager that we hired a year ago who uh, handles the administrative end. So the two of us are partners. We work in stride with what's going on and it's really awesome. Can you tell us about Montana's safety program? Yes. Montana, their safety program is better than any I've ever been involved with. I mean, I've had contractors spend hundreds of thousands of dollars over time with uh, materials and training and equipment and all, but Montana, they're they're really committed to the safety and health being first and foremost. It's a top priority. Although we want to achieve production, we want it to be safe production. And it's a family-owned business, and they really do treat us as family. They really care about us. They really invest in us, and uh feels really good to be part of that. So we have uh, our owners, which are siblings, and it's a family. We have project managers, superintendents, foremen, safety manager, myself, a field health and safety supervisor, and uh, we're all out in the field every day, some more than others because they have other responsibilities, but definitely uh, we have a lot of uh, faces out in the field for safety.
0: How has Nuca helped your company's safety program? I know you're an enthusiastic participant in the industry's annual June trend safety stand-down. Well...
1: I found out about nuca in, in April this year when I was at a uh, convention, a UTCA Construction Safety Awards, where Montana was chosen to accept an award. They showed a slide of upcoming uh, fiscal year 22 outreach events, and I saw trench safety stand down June 2022. So I contacted Lauren down at Nuka, and I signed up. It turns out Montana is a member of nuca I asked our leadership if they were okay with me having trench safety stand downs. And they said, sure, go for it. Uh, ever since July, I've been reading the Nuka emails and the information and your website. And and I read your safety news issues. I read your uh, at-work emails. And I appreciate the safety advice, how it shows us how to handle certain situations that come in the f- up in the field. And I'm definitely looking forward to uh, having us involved in participating in the NUCA safety training awareness recognition program, the STAR program. I am a newbie to Nuka, but I am looking forward to the future because you guys are awesome.
0: Walter, that's tremendous to hear. Uh, we spend a lot of time trying to uh, bring out uh, safety communications to the membership. Uh, and hearing that from the the user that, it, that it's turning out to be useful and something that you're learning from is high praise indeed. Thank you. What safety training do you offer to your employees?
1: Our new hire employees are required to watch a 20-minute long Montana new hire construction training video. It covers general company policies, construction safety and hazards, incident notification and reporting, injury and illness care, and company vehicle usage policies. Our workers have a daily pre-shift tailgate meeting to discuss the hazards prior to beginning each day's work, our and complete what's called a job safety analysis, JSA report, and every member of the crew reviews the JSA and they sign off after it's completed. Our superintendents, they are required to perform weekly step card audits its safety takes everyone's participation it reviews the general site safety ppe signs signals barricades confined space tools lifting rigging fire prevention etc and concrete work inspections that should take place and we work for clients such as american water and veolia formerly suez We have to attend their specific New Jersey American Water or Veolia safety training, and we're certified every year for that. Uh, Our company offers quarterly training for trenching and excavations, confined space, CPR and first aid. We also bring in NJDOT uh, training specialists for load securement and defensive driving training for our truck drivers. Uh, we have the UTCA, the Utility and Transportation Contractors Association for training seminars that are available. And we ask our guys to go there. And every day we have, uh, we have guys driving trucks that use an app on their phone. It's called Tena where it does the, uh, NJDOT daily driver vehicle inspection report. Our company vehicles, they're equipped with forward facing and rear facing cameras and GPS tracking systems. And uh, our new, new employees, they're supervised by our foreman. Uh, myself and other s- safety team members visit the field. We see the new workers. We um, know who they are because we issue generic yellow um, hard hats and safety vests without the Montana logo. So this way everyone knows who's new, who's you know experienced, and we mentor and monitor them. And uh, we want to make sure they're safe every day.
0: I know other companies are doing that as well, too, for their new employees. And not just vests, but like different colored hard hats and other things to let people know, you know, this person is not up to the same sort of level. What would you suggest to me to the younger generation entering the construction workforce? Well,
1: focus. That seems to be an issue with some younger people. They get distracted, their cell phones, social media. Uh, in construction, it takes a split second for an unsafe condition or an unsafe act to get someone hurt. And I've seen some people get hurt, and these are not only newbies, but uh, older folks or senior guys that have a lot of years' of experience. It takes one split second. So younger people should definitely focus on what they're doing. Sometimes I see younger workers not protecting their eyes, their hearing, or their respiratory, their lungs systems. When you wear your safety glasses and hearing protection and proper respiratory PPE, it'll protect them in the long run. So they they don't take that. Seriously, they don't know the harmful long-term effects or even the injuries that could potentially happen. So I suggest they wear their PPE. Uh, They take advantage of any training, make them more knowledgeable in what they do, and always ask questions and not
0: be embarrassed. Walt, I want to thank you for your time today. You gave me a terrific interview. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Bob. It's hardworking small businesses like Montana Construction, its employees, and dedicated professionals like Walt that build the foundations of our nation's economy. In every state with a NUCA chapter, you're going to find companies like Montana and employees like Walt being in the trenches every single day, making sure it ends as a safe day for everyone in our industry. Thanks, Walt, for our discussion about what you do. I wish you and Montana Construction the best successes in life. If you would like to know more about this New Jersey company, their website is montanaconstructioninc.com. And thank you for listening to Dig This, NUCAS Official Podcast. We'll be back in about two weeks to talk about 2023's legislative agenda. Please remember, safety first in all our work.